welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. This is your host, Donaldson, back again. And again, just say thank you. I will always open up to say thank you to everyone who listens, to people who listen faithfully, to people who are being blessed by this, to people who will just give me a moment of your time. Um, I know nowadays everything is that TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter kind of attention span type deal where I only got like two or three seconds to grab your attention and even then that's going to only hold it for 30 so the fact that you can listen to me for 15, 20, 30, even sometimes 45 minutes um, I don't take that for granted at all so again I just want to say I appreciate you for listening for Allow me to be vulnerable with you for allowing me to even speak my peace on certain situations. And even just walking with me through this process of forming this podcast. I'm starting to get an identity of what this podcast, what I wanted to be and what I wanted to sound like. So try many different things, just didn't feel authentic. But now it's starting to round the form for me. And hopefully it's something that's connecting with you as well. And... Again, I just want to say thank you. And I want to just kind of talk about my week, uh, work week, in terms of what I've been going through, what I've been learning about myself on this new job, which is insurance sales. And I'm starting to get a grasp of what I'm spiritually like, everything that's going on, like. I've been experiencing anxiety. I have been experiencing um, excitement. I have been experiencing all these different waves of emotions that I'm not used to feeling. And for a man, when we experience things, especially feelings, and we're not used to them, we tend to get out of sorts and it drives us, drives us up a wall. But yeah, I've been kind of going through that. But God has just been unveiling himself unto me through... Not only work, but through conversations with friends. Um, this episode is actually, I want to say it's inspired by a conversation I had with a friend. Because the topic I wanted to go to and how I envision myself speaking it out into this platform has shifted so greatly because of the conversation. Because I knew what I wanted to say, but even then I was... I wasn't sure how I wanted to say it, and that's a big thing for me. I always try to be intentional with my words, so that way you know where I'm coming from, you know how I feel. With me, if if you ask me how I'm feeling, and you give me the platform, or you give me your time to speak to you, you're not going to walk away from that conversation with, I'm not sure what he meant by that. I'm very intentional with my words. Now, I don't speak that often. In my personal life. So that's. <laughs> that's a little bit different. But. In terms of like. If I'm having a one on one conversation. Or if somebody asks my genuine opinion. I typically give it all the time. So. But yeah. This episode. I just want to talk to. People who may be. Unsure of. Their space. 
And what I mean by that is um, what it is that your identity is or your purpose is. What's, what is it that God has for you to do in your life? Or And a lot of us are kind of just moving about life without a sense of purpose, without a sense of belonging in some area or another. And we think we find it in this relationship or that relationship. If we have this job and it makes X amount of dollars, we are in a purpose. We are in, we are in purpose, not only with ourselves, but maybe even with God. Or if we do this and we do that, that's where our identity lies. But I want to speak to into that with my thoughts on it. Um, of course, because it is my platform. <laughs> but my thoughts on it. And I just want to tell you. And again, I'm a big words of affirmation guy. So my way of speaking to you, speaking into this platform, is my way of showing you guys love. And I want to say this. And I want to be careful how I say it but what I want to say this episode is dedicated to telling you that there is space for you um a lot of us are just kind of again moving about through life I don't want to I don't want to say aimlessly but it's almost like there's no sense of anything that grounds us we go to work come from work rest for the night, go back to work, weekend we go do something, then we come back and do it all over again. So routine, so mundane. And a lot of us, if we're being real and vulnerable and transparent, we know that there's something more to us, something more that that we're reaching for, and we might not know what it is. And it could be very bothersome. It could be very tiresome. You get drained quickly. You're you not having that peace within yourself. It even drives a wedge in between the relationships that you do have. In terms of whether it's a spouse or with the family members and friends. You may not go out as much as you used to. But I want to speak to that. I want to... At least try to give new life into that. And just to tell you that there is space for you. And what I mean by that is. There is a godly purpose for your life. A godly walk. A godly occupation. And when I say occupation I don't mean job. I mean an area of which you occupy. That's yours. That's been carefully thought about, crafted, and designed for you. And for a lot of us, well, for some of us, I should say, for some of us, we actually can find it through jobs. Like, you know, jobs is one way God can use us to minister unto people. Um, But then for a lot of us, it's not through jobs. It's um, through your everyday walk, your everyday living. Um, again, having this conversation with a friend, I kind of learned about myself that there's not going to be a job that gives me fulfillment. 
there could be jobs that I like, that I would enjoy doing, but if you were to ask me, like, does this fulfill me? Do I think I have purpose? Does this give me a sense of purpose? The answer is going to always be no. And, again, that's not the knock to find, for anybody who did find a purpose in jobs, because, again, something like being a teacher, uh, being a doctor, being a lawyer, uh, guy that can ordain you and put your purpose into doing that. But as for me, it has my life, I'm in insurance sales now, but if there was something else that had me work from 8 to 5, pay me good money, and I'm off on weekends, I'll be doing that. And leave the job in a heartbeat and wouldn't think twice about it. Because, again, careers is not where my purpose is at. Not to say they don't have purpose. But as far as my godly purpose is not what that's meant to be. And for a lot of us, it's the same thing. We get confused. Like, okay, my job is now so much entwined to my identity to the point where if you lose your job, of course it's devastating, but it devastates you to your soul. Not just like, okay, now my finances may be out of whack for a little while. But um, what I want to come to and say is... For a lot of us, God is going to call you into your purpose and it may cause you to be in an area where you're not comfortable in, in an area where it causes you to question your faith and you will be like, am I doing the right thing? Um, I'm so used to this. Say like you have a dream career path and you know that the career that you are in it doesn't give you that sense of peace. It doesn't. I don't want to say make you happy, but you don't. You don't feel that sense of wholeness that you're looking for. And then when you go to try to pursue a dream, when you go to try to pursue um, your purpose, and you're and it gets to the point where it could be when you have to take a leap of faith, or it can even get to the point where cause things could start to be tangible, like you start that business and now you're starting to make it money, or whatever. All of a sudden, you start to get nervous. You start to question yourself: Am I doing the right thing? Am I? Should I have? Should I stay? And what I want to speak into that because we have this idea of success, and success can mean a lot of different things from different topics. Um, for me, I don't. It was an interview by a comedian. I, whatever you think about him, I to me it's neither here or there. But he just, he did say something to me that was very poignant in the interview. Dave Chappelle, he's a comedian. He was the first person in his family, well, one of the first people in his family to kind of forego college. His mom was a college grad. His dad was a college grad. Most of his most of his family that were able to go to college kind of went. And he decided not to go. And his dad asked him, like, do you see yourself being successful in comedy? And then Dave Chappelle asked, well, what is successful? His dad was kind of puzzled about it. And and Dave Chappelle said to his dad, you're a teacher. If I can make a teacher's salary 
doing comedy, doing what I want to do, then I am actually a success. And it was very poignant to me because, one, we will pursue career paths, not because when we deem ourselves successful in it, we are say we're successful, but really what we are identifying also is like, okay, these career paths, it will give me a sense of security. A teacher, we're always going to need teachers. A doctor, we're going to always need doctors. A nurse, we're going to always need nurses. Accountants and things like that. And even me with the insurance salesman, you're always going to need insurance. Um, but in a lot of ways, what we'll do is we will take that and be like, since we've done it for so long, that's our identity. And if God were to call us into something new and to try to do something else, we would probably try to start it. But then once it kind of gets closed, the trick of the enemy will be like, are you doing the right thing? Do you need to stay where you at? Do you do you think this is going to work? And all the time, you could actually be in the job where you really don't even like it that much. you just be like, all right, it is what it is. I'm just going to work every day, come in, come out. And what it is for a lot, again, for me, I know since I have to work, that's going to be a good portion of my life. Not saying I can't find no purpose or ministry in that, but... It's not my space. That's what I'm learning. You are, you are not that job. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have been thought about so extensively to the point where God knows the number of hairs on your head. Whether you've got a full head of hair or you're going bald right now. And God is so involved in your success, your life, and he does not he does not have a design for you to fail, first and foremost. Now, you can go outside his will and fail. There's always that option. But according to his design, there's no design where you are a failure in God. And, again, speaking to this space is... Your true success is when you take up the space that God has for you. It may be ministry. It may be. It just may be. It could be anything. It could be anything that God called you to. And the great thing about it is you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be. Quote unquote. Upright with God. And that may sound against people's theology, but God doesn't require you to be perfect to serve him. He often comes to you in your most broken form. Sometimes people look at lack of faith as such a bad thing, but if you take it and look at it, lack of faith is just really in the right person's hands, in the right person's mindset. Lack of faith just means there's not uh, a sufficient amount. It doesn't mean I can't build it up. There's a, a lot of people say I got the faith in the world, but if God told them to speak to a person and just say hi to them, they will brush it off and say, oh, I'm not sure that's God, and will keep walking. 
But and lack of faith also is not um it's not just blindly following God. You can have questions. You can have concerns when you do something. Really what faith is is you stepping out to do something new. You stepping out on God's word and doing what he tells you. And you don't always have to be whole to do that. And what I want to do is to explain that, to actually give that thought some credit or credence. Is I want to come from Isaiah um, 61, verse, I believe, 3. Um, and it's a very familiar verse. But it is to appoint them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. There's, for a lot of us, there's this, internal conflict that goes on and we will question God we will question ourselves in terms of what it is that we want to do what it is that we are called to do even if there's a level of brokenness when we come to serve God like there are people who want to be saved who truly want to be saved but they feel like I, I'm out here I'm messing up too bad there's no way God can come get me. There's no way I can go to God. But, which is actually a truth in that. You can't go to God, but God can come to you. And he already has through his son, Jesus, to take up every painful thought, every painful experience that you have or had, to take those up and actually sit you up in in heavenly places, and I don't mean actual, and I do mean actual heaven, but as well as in terms of the realm of success, the realm of careers, the realm of just the realms of just success. You could be successful in God and be successful in this world, but and I want to really expand on that thought it's just like yo the things that God has for you is for you we heard it all the time we hear it all the time but it really is like it's for you and it's gonna put you in places that will help you sustain your life make your life better put you in better better financial standings um it will bless people and that space is there if you're willing to acknowledge God in all your ways and to walk after him. And I don't care if that's you changing your career path to what you know that one guy has called you to. Or even you know it's just like, okay, the current career path that I'm on, it's not giving me fulfillment. I'm going to switch and I'm going to ultimately look for look for it or I found something and I'm going to pursue that. You can you can do that though so 
and especially I'm a black man, so I'm have been conditioned not to dream. And what I mean by that is, if you were black like me growing up in the '90s, I was taught a get good grades, graduate school, get a good government job. I was never told about, hey, what if I wanted to be an author? What if I wanted to be a um, a painter? What if I wanted to be a rapper? I can't rap, I can't sing, but I'm just th throwing, throwing those things out there. It was not instilled to me that, that that's a achievable goal. That's not practical for your life, for somebody who looks like you, for somebody who comes from your background. Now, maybe for some of us, that, that has been, and you don't know how blessed you are if you have had that. But it was very much a get a good government job, work your 30, 40 years, and yo, that's going to be a good chunk of your life. It's never been taught to me, hey, pursue something um, with all your heart and pursue something with the love of God so that way God may be get be glorified. And a lot of times I kept myself from things because I had the same things going on here in Isaiah 61. The spirit of heaviness, I've been heavy my whole life. And not really not realizing hey, I can I can let that heaviness go get lighter and then be planted in God and be called one of his and it, and honestly it's not, not even for my own benefit it would be just so God could get the glory and say hey look what I did in this young man's life I am willing to do it in your life too if you come to me and this space that I'm talking about, it will have a tangible effect on your lives. Not only your lives, but your family's lives, your friends' lives. People will see something in here in you if you decide to take up that space. And I know I'm saying things that may sound vague or trying to make something that sounds easy this is not because when you have to identify that space and what I want to do is give you a few tips to make possibly help you identify that one because um, I'm gonna give some practical tips one find things that you like and don't like honestly I'm just gonna make it practical like that things that you like and figure out why you like them, what skills they bring to the table and then once you find it out, how can you op what? How can you operate those skills in everyday life? What will allow you to do those things? Because in the job that I am now, it's very step by step. You got to do this, this, this. I'm a very much more free for flowing kind of purpose person. I like to just kind of flow in and flow out and kind of be creative and it's actually going against my nature. <laughs> but again, I am taking the things that I like to do, like my 
the way I connect with people, like to connect with people. While I'm speaking to people on the phone, I'm breaking that into it, and it's allowing me to operate in the, in that field and operate pretty effectively. And uh, another scripture that I wanna really use to hit home about your place in God, about taking your space, is Ephesians chapter two, verses five through six. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So a lot of this a lot of times we have messed up. We have done wrong by God. But that didn't stop God from loving us. That didn't stop God from creating a space for us to occupy. And matter of fact, it didn't even stop. It actually is going to give more glory to the spaces that we occupy. Because again, it's going to be God did it. God brought us here. That's a big thing with the children of Israel. He was like, once I bring you out of Egypt, I want you to remember what I've done for you. I want to be a testimony to my greatness. And that's what the space that's what your space is. Your space is not to say how well you have done, how smart you are. It's to say what God has done in your life and what it looks like. And again, I'm just want to take time to affirm you to say, "Hey yo, you have a space in God. You are not an accident. You are not going through these trials just to be going through them." feeling that loneliness, just to be feeling that loneliness. It's there for a purpose. It's there for a greater reason. And it's all there to work to your benefit. If you just realize, one, who you are and whose you are. You are a child of God. He loves you. And he will always have a way for you. No matter what career path you, cho you choose to do. Um, no matter what type of people you entertain. Because Lord knows I entertain some people I shouldn't have. But it didn't stop God from loving you. Even your experiences don't stop God from loving you. What you doing... Uh, how often you go to church or how often you don't go to church. That doesn't stop God's love for you. That doesn't stop his place that he has set for you. And made and it wants to make available to you. So I just want to be encouraging to you and say, hey, this is, this is your space. Take it. God has made it for you. God wants you to have it. You just have to learn of him. Because once you learn of him, you will learn of yourself and you will learn what he wants you to do. 
and diligently sorry, seek him. And I just want to take time to be affirming unto you, to tell you that, hey, I love you, and to tell you, hey, you can be great. You have a space, an audience, a ministry, a business, whatever it is, you have it. You just have to be in the space to receive it. So again, this is Donaldson of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast signing off. Get at me on uh, Twitter and TikTok, Wholesome Black. Black is spelled B-L-A-K. Couldn't get to see. And, oh yeah, I need to update the email on this platform because right now it's my personal email and... I ain't going to say my personal email. It's the email that I use for all the junk spam and stuff like that. So, if you guys have been emailing me and I haven't got back to you, it's because I haven't seen it. <laughs> this email address gets all the junk mail and all the spams and everything. So, i got 10,000 emails I haven't read on this one. So, <laughs> I'm going to change the email if you want to contact me through email in the near future. Um, just got to figure out which which uh, platform I want to use but that's coming if you want to get at me in a more uh, intimate way than just at social media but yeah I thank you guys for listening to me I thank you guys for allowing me to speak into your lives and I just want you to go in peace and just realize that yo there's a space for you you may not know what it is but if you seek God, you will find it. So I'm signing off. Speak to you next week. Have a good one. Peace.